I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Does your bank give you a free daily coffee, free cinema tickets, money off meals out, or even a cheap taxi to the airport? Well, welcome to the world of Premier Banking. The FT's wealth editor, Alice Ross, joins me to reveal more. As interest rates rise, FT Money has revealed that more homeowners are looking to lock in a five-year fix on their mortgage than the traditional two-year deal. Our resident property expert, James Pickford, joins me to talk through the options. And as short sellers increasingly target the tech sector, could this blunt the soaring valuations of FANG stocks? Welcome to the FT Money Show, the FT's popular weekly podcast about personal finance and investing. I'm Claire Barrett, FT Money Editor, bringing you this week's money news. The high street banks don't like to give much away for nothing. Interest rates on savings accounts are pretty pitiful and regulators have recently wrapped banks for their high overdraft charges. But if you're a wealthy customer, it's a vastly different story. And Alice Ross, the FT's wealth editor, has been finding out and joins me now on the line. Welcome, Alice. Hello. So let's cut to the chase. How much money do you actually need to have in your account to be considered for one of these premier options? Yes. Well, you're basically looking at probably about £75,000 a year in income. Now, that is the situation with the Barclays Premier account. That's also the situation with the HSBC Premier account. There are other ways around this if you're not earning £75,000. So the NatWest Premier account offers couples the option of a joint income of 120000 So either you could both be on 60000 or one of you could be on considerably less at 40000 mm. as long as the other one was on 80000 The other option is not to do it via income, but to do it via savings and investment. So if you have £100,000 in savings or investments at Barclays, you can be a premier customer even if you don't have an annual income of £75,000. And the same goes for HSBC, where they only want savings or investments of at least £50,000. So good for the older customer, perhaps. But once you have been granted premier account status, what kind of freebies are on offer? Well, there's the kind of the financial stuff. They're looking to kind of give you better rates on savings products, insurance products, investment products, even mortgage rates. Um, So there's that. The way I think they seem to be selling these things is more on kind of one-off perks almost. If you you sign up to the HSBC one, for example, you get a night away in a a hotel, a luxury hotel, Mm -hmm. um, for you and a partner. I think it's about 50 hotels across the country. Now, if you add up the value of that, I don't know, it's probably going to be about £200 or so. But then they've kind of locked you in as a premier customer and then it all sounds very exciting and free. And then with uh, with the Barclays premier account, you get, you get a certain kind of a, a card, a credit card. 
and then you can get free coffee at selected outlets and that kind of stuff. So it can be quite, you get also get free entry to English heritage sites with the Barclays cards. Um, you get a year's free membership to picture house cinemas. So there's quite, there's quite a lot of kind of fun perks like that that you can get. And you helpfully lay them all out um, in the article, which is online now on ft.com slash money. But I've got to ask, Alice, what's actually in it for the banks? Well, basically what they're doing is cross-selling products. I mean, obviously banks want customers in the door. They're probably not making too much money out of customers at the premier level. Um, I mean, they don't make much money out of customers at the, the bog standard level. But if you're at the premier level, then hopefully you'll have some savings and investments. So then you're encouraged to take out your mortgage with the bank. You're encouraged to put what money you do have for ISAs and other types of investment in the bank's products or products that the bank is selling. And of course, your savings as well are going to go with the bank. And the real hope is that you're going to be a sticky customer so that as you become even more wealthy, they can pass you on up the chain of all of the kind of offers that the bank has ultimately up the way to the private bank, which is, you know, usually you need at least a million in, in um, savings and investments, if not more, depending on the type of private bank. So that's the idea is that they're kind of getting you early luring you in with these perks and then keeping on to you as a customer when you've got millions to to save with them which well, is obviously we can all, a good thing for them <laughs> we can all aspire to become um, a sticky customer with a million quid thanks very much there to alice ross you can read her full article now how high street banks reward their premier customers at ft.com slash money as interest rates rise, so does the compulsion to fix your mortgage rates and lock in a good deal. James Pickford, FT Money's deputy editor, broke the news last week that five-year fixed rate deals are now becoming more popular than shorter fixes. He joins me now in the studio to discuss. Welcome, James. Thank you. So you've been speaking to brokers and mortgage lenders. This is a pretty significant shift in the market. Absolutely. If you're looking at um, the the standard sort of fixed rate deal that people tend to go for, it's a two year fix. And the reason is it's it's the cheapest one on the market generally. And um, uh, for years, that that has been the most popular type of fixed rate mortgage. But what lenders and brokers told me is that um, over the past six months, nine months, um, basically since people have been talking about interest rates rising, um, people have been opting for five year fixes. Um, So Santander, for instance, told me that August, in August, that was their most popular sort of five-year fixed take-up versus two-year fix for uh, at least 10 years. And another broker, a broker, told me that you know, 70% of all his clients are now on five-year fixes. And if of those clients, those over the age of 45, so those probably quite likely to be in their property for at least five years, they're all taking five-year fixes. Mm. Well, what's driving this trend? There are many factors at play here. Absolutely. I mean, you've mentioned interest rates. I, I mentioned them as well. But there's a certain amount of uncertainty about the economy. Uh, wh- where is re- wage growth going to go in the next two to three years? Um, what are jobs going to be looking like in an uncertain economy o- over the next uh, five years? And so people are looking simply to lock down these rates. But the other factor that has really driven this move to five-year fixes is that they are relatively cheap compared to two-year fixes. If you go back a few years, you'd find there was quite a gap in the interest rates you would pay on on the five-year mm. mortgages. You're paying for certainty over a longer period, and, and you do pay a price for that. And But now the average is sort of 2.52% for a two-year fix versus 2.92% for a five-year fix. So there's not very much in it at all. There's not very much at all in it. And some readers um, of the article online were commenting that 
they would be tempted to do a five-year fix just because stamp duty is so high. They're frankly not planning on moving anytime soon. Yeah, a lot of this is is about remortgaging anyway. To be fair, because the house, the housing market has has had such a slowdown. Um, all of the pretty much all of the the growth we saw in um, home movers, house buyers in the previous you know t- ten years ago, has been replaced in terms of mortgage activity by people remortgaging to mm-hmm. try and lock in these deal deals. So for those who are listening, who are thinking right, mortgage on the to do list, something I really need to to sort out this weekend. What are the pros and cons for those tempted to lock in? Well, the um, one of the obvious ones is that if you do a, a two-year fix and you change it for the best provider every two years, you're paying a booking fee every time, which can be a £1,000. Mm. Um, uh, if you do a five-year fix, you only have to do that once over five years. So there's an obvious saving. In terms of cons, I mean, s- some of these five-year deals have uh, constraints where whereby if you want to uh, end your contract early, come out of the mortgage early, you will pay an early repayment charge. So you do have to bear that in mind if you if you feel uh, you want to move off. And and that's perhaps why they're more popular with older older borrowers. Although one broker, in fact, did tell me that younger borrowers were, were taking, a, taking a look as well because they had been sort of shocked uh, into action by the fact that they'd seen two interest rate, uh, base rate rises in nine months after mm. you know ten years of ultra low not point two five percent base rates. Well, you, you wait ten years for an interest rate, etc. Cetera, et cetera. I mean, I, th- I think the other so thing we'll to mention is that uh, is is actually where you see the the cons of, of the five year fix is if you look at the ten year fix, these are still not popular. You'd have thought, well, if the logic it, it works for five years, then you'd see a runaway growth in ten year fixes. But people don't like them because you pay so much more for for that certainty and actually people prefer flexibility and they prefer to be able to get out of these things and take another view uh, at a shorter period of time. Well, thanks very much there to James Pickford, Deputy Editor of FT Money. You can read more on this story online now at ft.com slash money. If you've got any thoughts on whether it's right to lock in for five years or you're more tempted to do it for two, send us an email. We can be contacted money at ft.com or tweet us at FT Money. Finally, sky-high valuations of tech stocks are increasingly coming under question as the sector is targeted by short sellers who are betting that share prices will fall. Tesla, the electric car maker, has been particularly in the spotlight this week for more reasons than one, as Micah Curry, investment director at Fidelity, has explored in her investment column this week. Welcome, Micah. Hi, Claire. So could the rise of short sellers in the tech sector blunt the so-called fang stocks, by which we mean Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix and Google? Well, there really are t- two schools of thought. Yeah, One, you've got the, the skeptics who say that these stocks are priced for perfection. They've been rising. And when you've got all the earnings growth in a narrowly a narrow group of very expensive stocks, that's usually a sign of the top of the market. And that overpaying for growth at this stage of the cycle will be a dangerous mistake. And then on the other side of the fence, you've got what I call the growth evangelists or tech evangelists <laughs> by extension who say, you know, tech is a different beast to what it was back in the days of the dot-com bubble. 
at the moment, every company out there, every company's CEO has digital disruption at the top of their strategy and they're investing in tech, which bodes well for these companies. And of course, technology as a sector has changed fundamentally. It's less volatile. It's got more earnings growth. It's even paying a small dividend. It's less capital intensive. And because we're in this world of very low growth, where growth is difficult to find, mm-hmm. what used to look expensive might not look expensive at this stage. So it all depends on what side of the fence you sit really and increasingly people are on the side of the short selling fence i mean why do people short the big tech groups is it simply a question of valuation or are there other factors at work well because these companies have risen so so much uh, there is a concern because their profits aren't that high and the reason their profits aren't that high is because these tech companies take all the money they make and they plow that back into the business, investing in what could potentially be the next big thing, the so-called moonshots. And the question is, why do we have companies that really don't make that much profit at these very expensive levels? And that's what's making people nervous. Okay. And you're particularly concerned about recent developments at Tesla. Tell us more about what's actually been happening there. Yes, it's been quite interesting. So a few weeks back, you'll remember there was that calamitous tweet from Elon Musk, the founder of Tesla, where he said that he was considering taking Tesla private and that Mm. he had secured funding. There was a lot of uproar around that. And it looks like uh, the tweet was just that, a bit of a fib, because he hasn't got the funding secured. And he has made a few really poor decisions as of lately, over the weekend, he smoked pot, smoked marijuana on a podcast. And, you know, that is making investors nervous. And there's a bigger question, which I address in my column this week around this kind of cult of genius. You've got these tech companies and they've got these iconic founders who become the CEOs. So we're talking about Jeff Bezos, uh, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Jack Ma, and they become these cult-like figures, a cult Mm. of genius with equally zealous followers. But as their business matures, there's a question whether you need that kind of profit, iconic silicon founder, or if you actually need a grown-up who needs to run a business, who needs to curb the pendulums, not lash out on Twitter, and actually look at the big picture, because that's what matters to investors. Well, thank you very much there to Micah Curry. You can read her investment column in the FT Money section of the weekend newspaper this Saturday, or online now at ft.com slash money. Let the tech lash begin! That's it from The Money Show this week. If you would like to get in touch with our writers or panel of experts, you can email us money at ft.com or follow us on Twitter at FT Money. We will be back next week at the usual time. Goodbye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.